Marquise Munson here with our latest WNXP record of the week, Wait Till I Get Over, the debut solo album from Duran Jones. After three albums with his group The Indications, this album offers more transparency into the man Duran Jones is and takes you on a journey through his hometown of Hillaryville, Louisiana. Thanks to novels by James Baldwin and a documentary about Eartha Kitt, Jones was able to lean into his vulnerability more than anything in his previous work while using the themes of faith, family, self-worth, and love. I spoke to Jones about that vulnerability illustrated on this project through songs like That Feeling and Lord Have Mercy, describing his hometown and the meaning behind the album's title. Wait Till I Get Over represented many things. It represented the spiritual. It represented a metaphor of going through a trial and getting through the trial and receiving your reward, whether that be your crown or whether that be you saying your long lost family members, for me meant that hopefully by the end of this process, there would be some spiritual transformation or some kind of mystic evolution that would transform and, and elevate who I am. And I really do feel like going through this process and taking on all of these problems that I was facing majority of my life and taking those on through art and song really allowed that to transpire. It ain't easy trying to give when it seems all the world can do is take. Can't let it slide, no, not this time. We come too far to let the dreams just fade away. The work that I'd done with the indications was done in collaboration. And so it was really important for me to do a solo project, mainly to show the audience what a full art project from me would look like, would feel like, would sound like. I wanted this thing to really encapture all of the feelings that I feel about Hillaryville. So I definitely wanted this thing to not really have this polished, clean sound because that's not what Hillaryville is, you know? So I'm glad to know that that's coming across. How would you describe growing up in Hillaryville? I would describe it as special. I didn't realize how special it was until I moved away and, you know, got to experience America through other lenses. But growing up in a place that was full of wilderness and elders who held on to all of these traditions from the days of past, uh, being very close to the river, as well as those plantations, it all meant something. story that I would have to be absolutely truthful with myself and include that as well because that was such a big part and role in my of myself becoming a man and really learning truly what loving someone means and feels and 
when grappling with this, it was while reading a James Baldwin book just above my head. Um, he really showed me and made me realize, kind of reiterating what Eartha Kitt made me realize too, was just that there is one of the most ultimate forms of strength is through vulnerability and really finding true strength through that and within that. thought that I would receive a little more backlash than I have, but honestly, it's been the absolute opposite. And it's been really beautiful, especially with all of the crazy messed up laws that are being made right now that politicians are, are putting out there, you know, that are restricting a lot of people from being who they are, especially in the LGBTQIA community. And knowing and seeing messages of folks knowing that I am a member and have full solidarity with them, but also knowing that they have full solidarity with me and have my backs have been absolutely beautiful. If you follow the Mississippi River as she swivels and turns tightly, unable to move freely because of the levee, you'll find Hillaryville, a small place in Louisiana's Atchafalaya Basin. This place was founded by eight slaves who received it as a form of reparations after the American Civil War. Most visitors are still greeted by the tall, sprite, green, green sugarcane basking in the presence of the sun. When asking my grand what was it like when she first moved to Hillaryville, her reply was always the same. The place you'd most want to live. The interlude that precedes uh, Lord Have Mercy ends, it ends with me saying that my grandmother says that Hillaryville is the place that you most want to live when she first moved there. But anytime I go to Hillaryville nowadays, my friends are telling me that I'm the one who got out. And so there's this contradiction there of this ideal and, and beautiful place that's held within my grandmother's mind, but in the mind of my generation, that place is no longer. And so I wanted, Lord have mercy, to feel like that. I wanted it to be raw and raucous. I wanted the vocals to be a little over the edge. We had in those binders, we had pictures of my dad's trailer. And I wanted, in many ways, the the tune to sound like the way that trailer looked and really capture the rawness, the tanniness, the rockedness of it. Because my generation, while we heard and saw the stories and a little bit of the past of the elders, we also were seeing the new Hillaryville being met with technology and the aftermath of the war on drugs and many other things that drastically changed what Hillaryville was to our elders. And so I just really wanted to capture all of that within sound. Check out my review of this week's WNXP Record of the Week, Wait Till I Get Over, and my full conversation with Duran Jones 
on our website, WNXP.org. Oh, my mama couldn't tell me about the feeling I feel at 949 on a Sunday morning still. Grand's all dressed up and she said it to church. But I'm in bed tired from last night's work. So, Lord, please have mercy on me.